0: Hi, Hi
1: guys! guys. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Mad here. And Liz. Um, I'm feeling so much better. I know everyone was very worried. Um, so worried. Yeah, thanks was, I was, I was so particularly much. worried. Thank you. Feeling uh, way better. Welcome to another week of our podcast. This episode we sit down with the bubbly and talented TV exec Maritza Chong-Kee. Maritza is an
2: amazing woman whose talents span across the world of music journalism and comedy. She
1: is also very protective of her Wednesday night Zumba classes as you will hear. Gotta have that Zumba and she has a ton of pride in her college alma mater Syracuse. In this episode we chat with Maritza about her close relationship with her family, her time in college radio, her life-changing job opportunity at MTV and how she became the TV exec she is today. Maritza has so
2: much energy and was a ton of fun to interview. Please enjoy our conversation with her.
1: Guys, you're enjoying this podcast, right? If you are, we need you to subscribe, like, and please review us on iTunes. It really helps. It really does. We need it. We need those stars. We do. On another note, we're
2: excited to announce that we are going to be recording a bonus episode
1: where we will be answering any and all of your questions. So please send in anything you'd like me or Liz to answer about the industry, any of our guests, or about us.
2: It's super easy. Just go to our website, letmegetbacktoyou.com, and click on the contact page. We do reserve the right
1: to plead the fifth, <laughs> but send me your questions. Um, or you can leave a comment on our Insta, our Facebook, or you can tweet at us. That episode will be coming soon, but for now, happy, happy listening!
3: Shoo yappa doo doodle a dee. Shoo yappa up, up, wow. Shoo ba up, wow. Wee up and doodle, laddie. Madeline, post, and listy. Let me get back to you. Boom! All
1: right. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Let Me Get Back to You. We are back with another episode. And we have a brand new guest, the lovely Maritza Chonky is here with us today. Welcome Hi, Maritza. Maritza. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> at the same time. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this just happens naturally. Sometimes. I know. Um, Maritza, can you introduce yourself for and sure, tell sure. us
0: what you do? All right, so Maritza Chonky, I work um, for True TV. I am the senior coordinator of their program and development department.
1: So fancy.
0: True TV Network, Network. one of those
1: big ones that I'm sure lots of our audience watches. Yep, True TV is pretty awesome. Um, Can you tell us how you got into the industry? Were you always
0: interested in production and development, or where did you start? I have, like, so many things happen for me to get into this industry. First you have of all, a wild story. I know, I do. Well, You're for, a good
1: example of audience. She's yes. a great example of you can have a lot of different kinds of jobs mm-hmm.
0: and end up somewhere great. Yeah. So, I think it all started out when I became a middle child. Oh. Well, we're going <laughs> back. We're going way back. <laughs> we're going back. Back. Well, it's well, it's more. way back. Well, I'm a middle child, and... As a middle child, like you you're striving for attention. And yeah. It was always like watching all the Olsen twins movies, right? And like pretending like to fame, oh like, God, being Mary-Kate and Ashley. The Olsen yeah. Movies. Yeah, so I'm I talking like talking about winning London the other day. No, but you like get so much inspiration out of them, right? And yeah. I was like, "All right, so how can I turn this into my life?" And both of my sisters are engineers. They're very like straight-laced. Mm. You know? So you don't come from a TV family? Not at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Uh, my parents are immigrants, so they came over here, and it was kind of like they're not used to um, what the school system here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. is. So everything was like brand-new experiences for us all. And both of my sisters, again, they're engineers. And I was like, I'm not, th- I'm not good at math. <laughs> I'm not good at science. <laughs> I love history, and I love English. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. So it's like, all right, I loved watching TV. And that was always like an escape, and I was like want to get into this more like mm-hmm. is there a career in that so I like looked at universities that kind of had communication schools mm-hmm. USC was always my dream oh yeah and I got in and I was like jumping up and down like I'm gonna be a Trojan like I'm moving to California like across the country and my mom comes in Ecuadorian as hell and is like there is no way in hell I'm letting my daughter <laughs> yeah. move across the country you can go to Syracuse and I was like fine because where did go you there. grow up in Jersey. Yes, in Jersey. And there and I had never Jersey is also a great school. Oh no, it's yes. great. And like yeah. now like I thank her for it. Yeah. But like prior to going away to college, I wasn't allowed to sleep over anywhere. Like, very strict. Very strict upbringing. So, it's like... So, what
1: was college like
0: for you when you finally got (laughs) away? When I got away, I was still, like, under my mom's spell, I guess. Mm. Like, I was still calling home. And I still call home every day, actually. But I was calling home to ask her for permission (laughs) to go travel to my friend's house. Like, I swear. And my friends were like, Maritza, you're 18 years like, old, like, no you're watching no watching you. here watching yeah. you, and my mom would be like, okay, yeah, you can go, like, what is she going to do, what is she going to do, but, so I went to um, Syracuse, and I studied television, radio, and film there.
1: Oh, amazing. Awesome. Yeah,
0: so, yeah. like, I what knew that you I wanted think, to work there. What did you think you were going to use it for? Did you have any idea? Um, I'm, I kind of wanted to start off in radio, mm-hmm. actually. Um, being from Jersey and being from the tri-state area, Z one hundred, Z huge. I mean,
2: Connecticut, we—that's right. all we did. We went to the Z one hundred.
0: on the way to school. exact on the way to school. Oh, and so like you're Elvis so Duran and the Z Morning oh, Zoo shout out. Like, well, now no. it's Elvis Duran, just Elvis that's Duran. It. I think. It's the Elvis he's Duran a... Morning Show. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. now he's nationwide yeah like on iHeartRadio yep um so i grew up saying like oh i want to work in radio like that's it and i joined my college radio station z89 amazing
2: And i did the morning
0: show <laughs> ah! i did so you were of one
2: of, you were on air
0: for i the was on show. air for the morning show from 6 a.m to 10 a.m just you or with other um i had two co-hosts also yeah. and what did you guys talk about Just, just, like, same same Z100 uh, morning zoo type stuff. Like, you do all the celebrity gossips, Mm -hmm. then you'll cover weather, you cover sports, you cover news, all of it, and just, like, coming up with different segments. Amazing. It was fun. So did you end up, was your first job in radio out of school? No, and you would think it would be, right? But, like, I think in that heyday, like, MTV was so huge, Mm -hmm. and I just knew I wanted to intern for them. Like, and I knew, like, getting a job, like, you need an internship, you Mm -hmm. know, you need a foot in the door, like... Again, coming from like an immigrant background, my family doesn't know anyone in the industry. So it's like, how could I put myself into it? Mm -hmm. And I had to do like my own research. I was like, I'll get an internship and we'll see where that goes. And I actually interned for MTV3, which is a Spanglish channel Mm -hmm. for MTV or what it was, because I don't think it's no longer. Yeah. And I worked on Me TRL, which is the Spanglish version of TRL. So, so cool. Oh my gosh, yeah. I didn't even
2: know there was a Spanglish um, version. We're throwing it back to an earlier episode with Chelsea and 1515 Broadway. So did you go and... Did you go? You worked in 1515? Yeah, I worked in I worked 15,
0: 15, 15, in the TRL studios, everything. And yes. it's funny because it's like, <laughs> I would die. That's no, so cool. It was crazy because, like, I had been a guest. Like, I was one of the fans. Like, I used to go and watch the shows. Yeah, because we're living so close to New York City. My friends after high school, like, hey, you guys want to go watch the show? Sure. And we'll just go there. And like, I sat in the audience long yeah. 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 I remember...
1: I knew you then, right? I remember Yeah, like I think I have it on a VHS in.
0: tape. But, yeah. like,
1: none
2: of the none of the real hosts were there. It was mm. just, like, Vanessa Manila was the only one yeah.
0: there. And, like, you know, and so it was a sort of a letdown because you were, like... But you would always, like, record those things yeah. on VHS. Always. I have all those tapes. Oh, 100%. <laughs> insane.
1: So for your internship, was it mainly in-studio production-based? Or what did they have you doing?
0: Yeah, it was studio production. So it was basically um, we'd get... The list of all the potential guests that were coming in and then we'd have to come up with all the research for the host Carlos Santos to kind of like wow. frame his questions around it. So I did a lot of background stuff on all of the guests wow. were coming in. And, um, then after the show, I had to transcribe everything. So that's when my note taking finally came in. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So how did you like doing the research and kind of coming up with, I mean, I'm assuming you were coming up with like the questions Mm -hmm. too, sample questions anyway, and then the host could like tailor it. Yeah. Um, and then how did you feel about that versus when you were actually the one on
0: air Mm -hmm. kind of
2: in more in control as the host?
0: um. I liked it because I just liked doing the research and coming up with the different ways that you could attack the questions mm-hmm. and coming in from different entry points. And I think they really liked that too because they're like, "Oh, we never thought about that." So it's kind of like just helping out any way that you could. Because in my mind, I was like, "This is an internship. I needed to become a job." Mm-hmm. So you like, wanted to work there. I wanted to work there so bad, but it was also like a summer internship because, like, going to Syracuse, you're in Central New York, you mm-hmm. know. Or, so it's like, how can I make a memorable? Uh, moment for them so that they remember me when it comes time to, like, graduation and I need a job. So what happened? So then, uh, for sure, I kept in contact with them, like, winter breaks, I was going into the office and, like, hey, hey, here's my resume, just in case. Yeah. And then, sure enough, like, when I graduated, they're like, we love you, just give us some time and everything, but then they were like, okay, we need, uh, we have an opening, like, we want you to come through. But then, as with a lot of shows... Layoffs happen, mm-hmm. you know. And first to get hired, first to get fired. Like, mm-hmm. so were you, so you were actually hired. hired? I was actually hired, and I was there. But then, like, layoffs happened, and then I was like, your left first up. job, my first job. Yeah, that is a
1: rough yeah. entry oh, into it was. the
0: business.
1: Because I feel like there is not a single person in the industry who hasn't been laid off, mm-hmm. which is yeah. the
0: nature of the business. But yeah. for that to be your first. so, were you discouraged? Or how had, did you handle a it? A little bit, yeah. And I was just like, kind of like. I was like, what's next? Like, what can I do? Mm -hmm. I was very lucky that from New Jersey, my parents were like, you can stay home. You don't have to. So I wasn't like looking for, like, how do do I make rent? You know, like I didn't have that burden. So like, it was good. Like I could take my time, but I knew that I didn't want to give up on TV. And I was lucky enough that one of my friends from college was like, hey, um, are you still looking for a job? Like she reached out to me and she's like, I think we have an opening at MAID and oh, so I was wow. like, oh, okay, yeah, definitely, I want to come in to interview. And still I'm not, in the MTV yeah, family. Still in the MTV family, yeah. and that's how we wound up there. But then, as with, like, a lot of stuff, uh, this is why, you know, I just have, like, a crazy job story. like yeah. Because I was like, I think I want to work in music. Like, I love music. Again, with the radio stations and everything, yeah. and working on MTV, like, I want to do music. I kind of didn't want to do, like, Made or any sure. of those
1: shows. Um, Well, sometimes you have to take a job and it points you in the direction of what you want to do because you're at something you don't want to do. That's as valuable sometimes.
0: For sure. And so I got the opportunity to work for CAA. And so then I what went is, the yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah yeah for people who Bloodsburg don't know it? Creative Artist Agency. And so they and I worked in their music department. So it was basically all the agents for the musicians mm-hmm. and I worked actually in their international music department. So I was um, scheduling all the tours for the international tours like Selena Gomez's south american tour mm-hmm. i was doing all the routes Routing. yeah yeah so, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah it was crazy so how long were you at cia three months <laughs> and then <laughs> <What happened? laughs> yeah, <sorry>. i was i <laughs> so were not so was it
2: because you know ultimately that wasn't like what you wanted to be doing on a day-to-day basis or did you feel
0: like that was like too much of an office job for you it was or? just a lot of things basically i just couldn't be an agent like so much respect to the agents out there, but it is so grueling. It's a and specific kind of job for it's a specific a, exactly. kind of person. And, and that if that you're not me. that, you're not going to be No, not me. and then that's, I think, when I realized that I just missed production. Mm-hmm. I missed it so much. And like, it's always good to keep in contact with your previous employers and like anyone that you come across with because sure enough one of my um senior producers from MTV3 called me up and was like hey we're staffing up for this production shoot like do you want to come and I was like yes amazing and I left and I went back into production but then that you're entering the freelance world right
2: which is a whole
0: different ball game exactly because it's not permanent it's not staff it's anything like your job's over after your um, project is done Again, sure. a very specific type of personality who likes that and... Other yeah, people that can deal with that. that. It's
2: not stability.
0: It's necessary. not stability. Yeah. yeah. So it was only, like, for three months. And I was like, okay, I'm leaving the agency world to, like, only go on a job for three months. So I did that. And and when the three months were done, I didn't have a job. It's like, okay, so now what? Mm-hmm. So then I... Um, again, keeping, this is the thing, like, you keep contacts, and they were like, you reach out to them, like, hey, if you, in case you're looking for anyone, like, I'm free, I'm, I'm available. available, yeah, and you're kind of hustling, you're trying to okay. get the next yeah. yeah, and so luckily, like, good friendships, they were like, yeah, we need a P a talent PA for this job. So then I was a talent PA for the show where I was driving around a black suburban in New York City. Oh my gosh. And like if you know me, like I have such anxiety when it comes to driving, but this was the job. I was the driver and so a big
2: ass suburban. Yeah, in New York know,
0: City. And, yeah. You know, so I was driving around the talent and it was like twelve plus hour days and that was like another three month stunt like Crazy, and then when that was done, it's like, okay, what next? Possible again. Central hustle, hustle. casting comes along. Like I just like applied for that, and um, I got to experience casting for a bit, and I really liked it. I did um, backgrounds casting for the first season of Orange Is the New Black. Amazing. Which was a lot of so fun. A lot of fun, and like um, Law and Order, SVU, and a bunch of other shows that Central Casting does out of their New York New offices. And then I got into MTV back again, all <laughs> circle, like all over the place. How did you get back to MTV and in what job? My friend called me up. Um, she was getting promoted and she's like, hey, um, there's an opening here. If you want to interview for it, it's for the assistant to the EVP head of programming and production at MTV is chris lynn at yep. the at the time yeah shout and out chris Lin. shout out to chris lynn because this is where my life changes i get into mtv and it was probably like a month or two in where it's like announced that he's leaving mtv to go to true tv to become the president there and i'm just like wait a minute i just got back here. Like, like what are you guys doing to me what is going on yeah. and um and it was like very nerve wracking. It's like, what am I gonna do? And he's like, I'm going to True TV. I want you to come with me, but it's your choice. And I had to think about it because, yeah, again, part. like I'm back at MTV. I want to do music. That's always been like a goal of mine. But Chris, in the short amount of time that I had worked for him, had been the best boss I've ever had. Mm-hmm. You know, just like a genuine soul that yeah. always was looking out for you. And I had to really weigh my options. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go with Chris. Take a chance. I'm gonna take a chance yeah. and see where this goes. And I've been there for the past three years now. You know, like yeah. it's just been crazy. Where he's actually um, given me a promotion. So I'm no longer his assistant now. But now I'm the senior co- coordinator for development and production.
3: Shoo bop woody, shoo bop wo ba woody
0: doo woody
3: doo da Um, we're just refilling our mimosas, everyone.
2: Hello. If you should want to take a break to do the same, please do. We
1: highly encourage listening to this while drinking mimosas. Um... It's the only
0: reason why I came on. (gasps) (laughs) You liquor our guests up, too.
1: Um... Alright, so, you just took us through your whole... Story, which it's crazy, it's crazier than I remember. Yeah. But, um, so now you're at True TV, yeah, I'm at True TV. you're doing production and development. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us what your job is like?
0: Yeah, so I work on a couple shows right now, production side of it. So I'm working on a couple clip shows and everything. But in addition to that, I'm also developing a bunch of ideas always to see if those can go on to get greenlit, and then go into the production stage as well.
1: So for people who don't know, can you kind of just quickly break down the difference between doing a job in production and a job Mm -hmm. in development? Yeah, for
0: sure. Um, For production, we're basically like seeing all the day-to-day stuff. To make um, the episodes for the show, so like you'll get a bunch of outlines and scripts that come in, and you'll give notes on that, and you're always in talks with the production companies sure. that are and making, the editors and the editors, mm-hmm. making sure that the episode is going smoothly. And then for like development, you're just coming up with new worlds and new POVs and stuff that could work potentially for the network, always keeping in brand because like you can't just develop stuff that for Bravo, that's not going to work for True TV. Sure. So you always have to think along those lines and then think of the different segments and stuff that could um, turn into a long-form show. And so then are you also meeting with talent that you're excited about as well? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm meeting with... Um, I'm very fortunate to be working with a team of very just talented executive producers that I will um, take me to meetings with them where they're meeting a bunch of talent that, can come, that come in with specific ideas that they have for a potential show that they want to produce. Mm -hmm. So
1: to that, can you kind of take us through a typical day? Yeah. What time do you wake up? (laughs) When do you have to get to the office? What do you have to wear? Stuff like that.
0: Um, So on a typical day, I'll wake up around 7 o'clock. I know, right? And I will try to get a 30-minute workout in. Mm -hmm. And usually that fails, <laughs> and I'll hit snooze, <laughs> and I'll wake up at 7.30, and I'm like, oh, shit, like, I'm late for work. So then I just start um, taking a shower, getting ready, while listening to Z100. Oh, yeah, still you loyal. Full circle. Still, yeah, well, because that's where I get kind of, like, my current news, you know, and mm-hmm. I get, like, my little nuggets of information. And sometimes, like, those spark ideas for development, d- developing shows. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll get ready, and I'll make my way into the city, and I'm, like, catching up on emails, like, on the subway, making sure, like, I get to the office on time, which is 930. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just, like, again, going through all the emails and reading all the outlines that came in the night before, Mm -hmm. getting ready for... All of the meetings that are going to happen throughout the day, and there's so many meetings. And are they
1: mainly internal meetings, or that they're true TV people, or are they outside meetings? They're
0: a combination. They're, um right now it's like heavy production, so I'm on production for three shows, and I'm kind of like the executive, I guess, for Entourage. that. Like, and you know, like getting all of the information, like all of the outlines and scripts printed out, making sure that all the notes. Are done and getting all the clips in and working with the editors, legal, and all the different departments. And so it's a bunch of meetings. So it doesn't sound like
1: you are necessarily taking a lot of like lunch meetings or breakfast meetings. No, no, no. (laughs) Packed
0: work. Yeah, Um, packed work. Do you
1: have time for drinks after work?
0: Do you try to kind of. I try to make time for (laughs) drinks, and I feel like those are the most, uh, the time that I'll get like have enough opportunity to meet with people outside like production companies Mm -hmm. and like just friends that are in the industry and catch up with them. Sure. Yeah. Because during the day I am (laughs) eating lunch at my desk. Yeah. And And
1: what is sort of your balance between after work drinks with maybe people in the industry and Mm -hmm. just stuff that's totally for you and not related to work? Do you feel like
0: you have a good balance with that or? Wednesdays are Zumba days. (laughs) Okay, I, <laughs> I lost it. Don't mess with the Zumba. Don't mess with the Zumba. I think I've canceled drinks on you, Madeline. Because, <laughs> because it's like, Zumba it, it, Because it's Zumba I'm, days, I'm and not I'm offended like, by that. Well, that's like, I feel like that's, my yeah. one night that's for me yeah yeah okay. i love that you have to have, be, like, to have that and my executive producers actually know that they're <laughs> like it's uh i know it's wednesday and it's six fifteen, but i just need five minutes i'm like i'm out of here by six twenty because class starts at six thirty, and i have to be there and they get it yeah because like it's you need
2: your no, own it's personal so life. important to yeah. have i mean you have your own mental space yeah to like Reflect on, let go of yes. whatever you need to do. Because honestly, you—if you don't have that time—then you're gonna like not be refreshed the next day exactly. to go to work and like achieve.
1: And I think if you're in a job that requires you to be creative, yeah. you have to be That's able to. Pull you need it an out outlet. Yeah, yeah. For, sure. for sure. All right, cool, amazing.
3: Shoot up, but we, but we up down. Shoot up, but we
1: up, do we up wow. Boop, why up we down, out? And we're back. And we're back. So you've taken us through your career path and where you are now. Um, What is your career goal for this year, either at your current job Mm. or sort of more personally? What do you want to accomplish this year?
0: Um, I think I just want to accomplish getting better at storytelling, getting better at speaking publicly. Like We have a meeting. uh, It's a weekly meeting at GTV where you kind of pitch out ideas to the president and to, like, the other senior staff and basically see if your project is going to get lit or not. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten in there twice. I want to get in there a couple more times this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I get so nervous. And yeah. I don't know why. It's intimidating. But it's a little bit intimidating, Sorry. you know. But um, actually, I went to the meeting yesterday, and two of my ideas got greenlit. Oh, celebration. That's really exciting. Well, that's a big, like, check, you
1: know,
2: check mark on the list. That's great. But I
1: think that's a great goal, and I think one that a lot of people share. I think it's really intimidating sometimes, especially when you're sort of, like, working your way up the ladder of having so many people above Above you you. that feel like they're decision makers, and they control, like, you know what
2: will happen yeah and especially when you're doing something that's so creative and like that that idea ends up being really personal to you you've worked on it for Mm -hmm. a really long time you know you you know how it should be told and you feel like it fits the brand but then you know to have like a reaction be like no or just you know to have very much a quick like absolutely all that work you just put into it no way or again to have you know a rewarded uh positive message about like
0: it's yeah, I went into that meeting thinking, like, it's probably not going to go well, you know, like, and you're probably going to get a pass, so, like, just be prepared for that. But then, like, to have the positive outcome, you're like, all right, I yeah. did something great. Yeah, you walk away, like, skipping out the door a little yeah, bit.
1: That. <laughs> and it's sort of like, you you don't know what, how they're going to receive mm-hmm. it, so to go in at least feeling a little less nervous and a little less anxious for your own, like, well-being yes. is, I love that goal. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then sort of looking ahead, mm-hmm. do you have a five, ten year career goal? Where do you see
0: yourself yeah. in the future? Well, I don't like to look that far in advance because I'm always, like, focusing on the now. But I do, like, think about if I were to stay around in the network side, maybe in 5 years I'll be the senior producer. Mm-hmm. And then in 10 years I'll be an executive producer. So just, like, keep hustling and trying to get yeah. to that next step as much as possible and just trying to learn from as many people as I can yeah. it's always a learning experience you're always going to be learning something new yeah if course. you're not learning something new in the day like what's the point exactly right? you know? that's when the job kind of becomes stale and you're like why am I even doing this if you're not learning yeah yeah
2: and even if it's like something silly you know mm-hmm. at least you walk away with some new fact exactly. that you feel like you can take with you mm-hmm. either there or, in yeah, a, or new, are... a new job yeah for sure um, well then that leads us to what would your dream job <laughs> be if, if you were in this industry or not? Mm-hmm. Is there a dream scenario?
0: My dream job would be to work in London. Um, oh, specific. Uh, specific, Okay, anything that can require me moving to London. Why why London? London, yeah, my dream London. job. I studied abroad there okay. back in college and I just, I fell in love with it. It's always been like this magical place to me. Like I love the princess and princesses like of everything and just. So much history and just, like, being able to work there, I think, would be amazing.
1: Did you do anything industry-related when you were over there? No. You
0: know why? A lot of people did do internships out there, and I kind of regret not doing it because then I would have built have contacts, contact. you know? Yeah. That's, like, the main thing, mm-hmm. have a contact. Um, but while I was there, it's just, like, I wanted to travel as much as possible. Sure. So it's just, like, all over the well, place. Well, it's
2: also college, and I, yeah. listen, I didn't go study abroad, yeah. and I regret it because I stayed and kept working yeah. like in the theater and made my contacts and now I don't have that time where yeah. I spent away and like had a you know traveling like influential creative experience but do that would you be the have change-up.
1: do you have travel. a sense of like
0: the network the and, industry out yeah. there? would you want to work at a network do you think out there? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I think and maybe a travel show or something, you uh, know, like that it can go incorporate. back on the production side. Yes. Cool. Yes, I think so. Mhm. Cool. That would
2: be amazing. I think that's yeah. a complete realistic, complete realistic yeah, goal to achieve. Yeah. So we will help in the networking process. <laughs> 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 Want to do that one? Um, sure. Um, so you've obviously been in the industry in mm-hmm. different iterations and different jobs for a while now. Mm-hmm. How would you say that it has changed from sort of your first foray to
0: now? Either for you or, like, for yeah. broader scope, however. Yeah. I think it's changed a lot, and I think it hasn't changed a lot. Mm-hmm. It's um, I feel like there's some jobs that will always stay the same. Like, you're always going to need content to be shared, right? But you're always going to have also the people, like, the production assistants are always going to be the people that are working the hardest and just, like, out there mm-hmm. and, like, doing it for practically nothing. Yeah. Because, like, that's their passion. And you're always going to have, like, those decision makers – but um, we are leaning more towards a digital space where it's more kind of like creator driven and you're able to like just put yourself out there. You kind of don't have to go to the network side yeah. because you're just going to showcase it somewhere else. Yeah. And I think that's where we're leaning more towards. Mm-hmm. You know? It's changing, but I think it's changing in a good way. I think like... Reality has changed so much back when it was just like the real world, Mm. road world and everything, Mm -hmm. where it was kind of like guerrilla style, you know? And now there's more like streamlined storytelling. And you kind of see like the production kind of like moving it in such a way where they're telling a story and there's an end game in sight. Do you have, maybe we should have asked this earlier, but just
1: out of curiosity, do you have a favorite type of content? Do you like working on reality? Do you like working on scripted? Like what is your preferred medium
0: I think um, my it's trashy reality. Like I love all the Bravo shows, like Housewives, Obsessed Housewives, you know. And I still watch the Kardashians. Like that's an escape for me. Mm-hmm. Like, but would you
1: want to work on those shows? I think it would. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just so it's it. the same. Yeah. Yeah. For cool.
2: Sure. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, what?
2: Oh, we're getting a little. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna personal. Personal? shift in the lights. <laughs> <Stand> the lights. <laughs> um, I love the mood lighting. Well, so you have a boyfriend, Mm -hmm. and your boyfriend happens to also work in the industry, so what is it like to be, you know, both working in this kind of crazy business? Do you feel like you're supporting one another? Do you feel like there's any, like, oh, babe, like, I'm (laughs) trying to do this, but you're also (laughs) trying to do this, like, is there any competition? Well, yeah, what
0: What does he do? Okay. And then how do you guys... He's of um, director of development for a production company outside okay. the city. Um, we met while working at MTV, and he was pursuing me hardcore, and I actually didn't know that he was pursuing me <laughs> for quite a while. And until, I did. I did. I know. You did. I was, like, oblivious to it. I was like, what's going on? Um, and until he finally, like, point blank told me, he's like, I'm going to keep asking you out until you say yes. And I was like, oh, is that what we're doing? Okay. <laughs> But I didn't want to date someone that I worked with. Uh, Had like, you like, before? Opened... Huh? Had you before? No, never. I've always dated people like either in the restaurant industry or like in finance, like completely different. So what were your hesitations around dating somebody in the industry? Just that we work together, yeah, you know, and that we'll have the same um, friends and that everyone will know mm-hmm. that we're dating, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, God forbid something went wrong. Yeah, we'll be a talking point. And, like, God forbid something, like, went wrong. Like, we broke up or something. Like, how would people handle that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But he kept pursuing me. (laughs) And when I left MTV to go to True TV, it was like, okay, fine. Literally on my last day at MTV, we went on our first date. So. so you were like, okay, cool. I'm gonna go to another network over here. It's cool yeah, enough. so we can try this out. Yeah. Um, he is my best friend, and I love that he's in the same industry because I'm able to talk to him, and we get each other. Mm-hmm. We get each other's schedules. Like we both know what it is to like work twelve hour plus days, and like sometimes just need a break. Like we get it. We we know when to ask questions, when to give each other mm-hmm. some space. Mm-hmm. And he's also, like, my sounding board. Like, I'll show him all my pitches, and he'll, like, kind of proofread them and see where he can help me out. And I'll do the same to him. And kind of practice back and forth. He's, like, my other set of eyes. You know? Yeah. yeah. So always... Sounds very collaborative and yeah. There are times where we're like, okay, I'm gonna share something with you, you can't steal it. (laughs) (laughs) There's always those moments. Such an industry, like for the audience, (laughs) like probably
2: doesn't totally get that. Like such an industry thing to say because everyone, you know, wants to protect their own ideas and have ownership over it, but sometimes, you know, things Mm -hmm. just get shared and then somebody makes that show faster than you were able to make it, and you're like Motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> madeline is very quiet um okay so we have another fun question sort okay. of personal question um do you have any crazy celebrity stories of your experience working in the industry or
0: horrible boss stories can i do both
1: yeah you please can do absolutely do both
0: okay. okay which one's first okay i'll do celebrities first. all right okay let's hear it so um started off at me tRL and I actually got to interview Miley Cyrus. So be- before, before, yeah, what like, Miley said yeah, like which version? To, I got to interview Hannah Montana. Yeah, basically, okay, so like, still
2: Hannah Montana. Yeah, favorite. still
0: like she was like seventeen at the oh time. God. Yeah. very young Miley. Um, she was super sweet. She said that I was super cute, and I'm like, I'm five years older than you, man. Like you're like you okay. Nice. Cute. Like Thanks. she's like, oh, <laughs> you're so cute.
3: You're so sweet. I was like,
0: yeah. Okay. I said, rock out. Way too much during my interview with her. Like I was like, I rock out to your music all the time. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I was rocking out. I was rocking oh God, out. I remember well, that was fra- Yeah, I'm a little. Well, embarrassed, but, you know what? I that was like a phrase at the time too. Yeah, though. yeah. yeah. Very like MTV lingo. Very MTV lingo. Um, I was obsessed with her though. That's how I got you were. to interview her. Yeah. As an intern, I always used to blast her music in the intern pit, which is basically where all the interns sat. Mm-hmm. And the interns hated me for it. They were like, oh my god, Marta, you need to just stop. Like, yeah. no more Miley Cyrus. Like, like, what song is it? Like, I'm trying to think of what song you're uh, The party same in things in I United. hate about you, Party
1: in the party U.S. In the UK. UK. That was okay. huge. So yeah. it was like, all so of it. when you found out that you were getting
0: to interview her, freaked out. You freaked out, okay. I freaked out. I was like... Super fan, and but I came up with all the questions, like I was like on it, and I was like, All right, this is gonna be a great interview. And she even complimented me afterwards, she's like, Oh my god, you did so well, and like, you know so much about me. I'm like, Duh, like, I'm obsessed <laughs> and was this interview and
2: on camera, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, it was okay. from
0: ETRL, so yeah. you can find it, yeah. Oh, I was gonna find say, We may it. have to share that yeah. with this, episode. you <laughs> can find it, uh, so that was good. The other celebrity story, actually, when I was a talent PA is I was driving that black Suburban and talent, <laughs> the talent in the background was like, Marissa, I think you dropped some gum back here. And I turned around <gasps> and he showed me his balls. Who? Oh, I'm you not going to name names. Oh. But like the talent showed me his balls. <gasps> and, I, and he was like, ha ha, I can't believe you fell for that. I was like, are you kidding me? You, you just sexually me your harassed me while I was driving. And I'm driving. And I am oh my God, I do, you do? I am in
2: utter shock right now. Yep. That
0: is ridiculous isn't that insane and uh, yeah take it what did you do nothing his manager was with him at the time and they <gasps> kind of like slapped him and was like don't do that to her like what is wrong with you he was like what it was a joke it was a joke i'm like oh my god <laughs> just drive Also, do you want
2: me to crash us right, right? now like, like I'm what driving. are you even thinking yeah also complete sexual harassment yeah like yeah what so did you not to like go into this too deep but did you like
1: Report that anyway? No, I
0: didn't report it. Yeah, it was just, just like whatever, like just, yeah. just keep it going and everything. But that was crazy. Is he
1: can I ask you one thing? Yeah. Is he famous now?
0: Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. We're we're gonna just spend some time. Audience, please spend some time Guessing. trying, trying okay, guess. to guess. We yeah. will probably
2: never reveal it, but it's a
0: fun exercise nonetheless. It's a fun exercise. For horrible How? bosses for horrible bosses, I um had to babysit my boss's kid who had lice. He oh. like, "Oh, I need you to take care of my son, and he has lice, and I What's quickly put, yeah." What the hell? These are the jobs, <laughs> man. I have never wow.
2: experienced either wow, one yeah. of those things, <laughs>
0: it's crazy. or like anything even real. Like, but that's, why, one of that's, that's why when I got the job with Chris Lynn, I'm like, you oh my were like, God, oh, you're an oh, angel. I won't be sexually geez. harassed by you. Right. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, I won't have to babysit a kid with lies. Like, it was just, he was an angel, well, and that's wow. why I went with him. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, not to again, not to go back to like the
2: sexual harassment there for a second, but as like as just talking yeah. about being, being a woman and the, yeah, working, the, working yeah. in the industry you are driving a vehicle yeah. like you break it down Liz break no, it down like that's just like a lot to handle <laughs> no in please. a moment yeah. and I'm sort of like completely shocked I mean we all have shocking moments that I feel like
0: Yes. industry. I've never had a
2: shocking moment. But I've never right had a shocking now. moment like yeah. that and to then like kind of walk take walk away for a second yeah. and just be like wait a minute this is my job yeah. and that just happened. Like yeah. how did you feel like the next day where you sort of just like I have to put that in like a box over here and just like and say to myself on. that this is This is just some industry, and that guy is is just a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And I gotta like leave him over there and just move on. Yeah, that sort of the approach. It
0: basically is, and it was kind of like, all right. But a lot of those jobs kind of also just showed me like the type of person that I want to be, and the type of respect that Mm -hmm. I need from other people. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, I was like, okay, where your line is? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So wow. you learn a lot about yourself in all of these jobs.
2: No, that's true. I mean, to to move forward mm-hmm. as you move up in the industry yeah. and to encourage anyone else below you or anyone to else working, or yeah, working for you to literally never surround themselves with an environment that would even come close to, to that. something that extreme. Yeah.
1: Um, and I think to know your own boundaries. I think maybe I haven't had something as bad as that yeah. happened, but we've all had experiences where we've been tested as to what is our boundary line, mm-hmm. and I think it's good to be in a situation where you recognize what it is, mm-hmm. and so the next time something like that happens, you say, nope, that's my line, gotta go. Like, yeah. I'd rather like bartend or waitress or whatever I have to do than have this job mm-hmm. um, and what your lines are.
2: Yeah, so. and I do think, too, it's an ind- industry thing that... There is this sense of, you know, just be cool. Just, like, go with it. You know, there are, There's like, a lot of
1: excuse-making. There's yes. a lot of people Keep, who have yeah, inappropriate behavior. behavior. Yeah, and Maybe not sexual, but, like, lots of other... People get yelled at. People get time, throw time thrown at them. And it's acceptable yeah. to some people. Well, and, and
2: like, like, digging into people's personal lives in a way that, like, really is just absolutely none of your business. Mm. Or, like, I think there's definitely, back to your point, like, just the lines that you draw mm-hmm. and you can... Um, you have to draw them very clearly with, like, yeah. colleagues or anyone. And really it's
1: okay can. if you don't know what they are yet. You'll figure it out as you go and yeah. just be, and it's, be but true to yourself. The important
2: point, I think, is it's okay to draw those lines. Yes. And yes. even if you're in an environment where people are, like, pushing you a little to mm-hmm. do this or that or whatever, like, it's cool to just be, like, and they're saying you it's guys okay, are saying, like, I'm, I'm good, like, me. no big yeah. deal, not for me, gonna peace out, yeah. you know, and without making them feel... Exposed, I guess. And exactly. Uh, like, they
0: called me back, we're back like, exposed. oh, oh Do god. you want to do this job again? I was like, No, I'm good. I have a good job. they are like, No, no thank no, you. No, thank I'm you
2: okay. so much. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Uh, That's
3: okay. alright Well, <laughs> we're not ending on, no. We're ending on that. Skill up and I up and do up, die. Skill up and I up and do die. Pump
1: why up, we die And we're back. Rapid fire round Rapid fire. All right. <laughs> TV show, film, or play recommendation for the audience. Okay,
0: I'm gonna do a TV show I got two. Sorry. <laughs> Go. I'm gonna give you a bonus. <laughs> um, one is called the Midwife, BB Be- PBS, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. I mm-hmm. watch yeah, it on Netflix. Watch it on Netflix and you binge watch the hell out of it. And it's what amazing. is it about? It's about midwifery in the <laughs> 1950s in uh, East London. So again, back, back to, to London. London. <laughs> Freaking love we're it. We're watching,
2: by the way, we're watching Winning London. The, oh my God. Yes. As as yes. yes.
0: It's so good. So I like Call the Midwife. I also just stumbled upon this. It's called Inside the Label and it's on BET and basically it's like a docu where they kind of um go inside the record labels and so the one that i saw was on dtp disturbing the peace the Ludacris' label and that just brought me back to high school where it was like all of these singles coming out and just like it was like such a fun ride and i was like oh my god i want to learn more and you get all the inside scoop to what was Mm -hmm. going on at the time Mm -hmm. so such a good show docu
1: series yeah cool
2: that's amazing. Okay. Great. Good re- Those are good
1: ones. Good recommendations. Um, can you please pitch
0: us your passion project? My passion project would probably be a show um, that would involve music and also the Latino culture. So mm. something I want to do, like a hybrid show, um, just incorporating probably like first generation Americans, like coming, uh, how they've just grown up in the country and where they're going for like incorporating music somehow into it. I don't know what it is yet, but like definitely Sounds like, like the music, beginning but, of a good idea. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah,
2: into it. Yeah, is, sure. And it, uh, just uh, would True TV not do necessarily that idea, but are they open to, just because you love music so much, I don't even know, yeah. are they open to incorporating music more into their TV shows?
0: Into their slate? Like, yeah. yeah, for sure. They are. They're actually looking at ways, they're a, pretty much a comedy channel, but what they're looking for is also just fun shows Mm -hmm. and that can be musicians that just have like a fun personality Mm -hmm. that you want to watch um and so being able to work on the show like that would be amazing
2: that's awesome that's it's good that in your current job you have the flexibility you have to incorporate that in outlets yeah for sure um what is the best piece of career advice that you have received and from who okay
0: I have two good. I feel like I'm always giving you guys two. Hey, but listen,
2: we'd like a bonus audience. I feel like, like a bonus. <laughs> okay, so
0: one career advice that actually came from Krislyn, who I feel like has become sort of a mentor for me, is to just like, you're always gonna have doubts, you know? And then you like, the what ifs and everything but it's kind of like just throwing yourself all in there and like seeing if there are holes anywhere that need to be filled put yourself there because you don't know where the journey is going to take you so always be open to the journey you know and i think a lot of that came with me being open to the journey to follow him Mm -hmm, over to mm chitv and see where that has come yeah and the other piece of advice comes from my mom and it's nothing to do with career but like she has always said to us since we were like little kids love yourself you know so always like be true Mm -hmm. to yourself and like no matter what a person can be 50 years older than you and they can talk down to you as much as they want but like always love yourself and know what you're worth Mm -hmm. so I carry that with me all the time amazing advice I did yeah, it. and I mean,
2: listen. The love yourself definitely applies to mm-hmm. the work that you yeah. do every single day, especially when yeah. you're working in this type of industry, industry right? that can um, anyone can like tear you down and change do your mood mm-hmm. real or quick. or say
1: no to you or say no
2: to you yeah. or um, put you onto a project that mm-hmm. you maybe like don't want to do, but you have to like come back at the end of the day and be like, all right, this is about me, and like
1: still loving myself, and I will get through it, whatever it is. Or um, finding ways, I think, the more you're in the industry and the more you're asked to do or the more jobs you have that maybe aren't the perfect job for you, I think finding ways to do the work that still feels like yourself or feels yeah. like you're going to grow from it or what, like, even in the smallest possible way,
0: yeah.
1: I think, yeah, bringing it back to yourself no matter what is great advice. Go mom. Go yeah. mom. awesome. <laughs> Love her. Love yeah. it. Love it. Um...
2: All right, a are we? Yeah, are we
1: thank back? you. Uh thank you for coming oh on. Thank this you so really much.
2: Thank you guys. Yeah, so and we fun. will definitely um be putting up uh maybe some future shows yes. Yes. when this episode <laughs> yeah, goes, it goes up um to support you and Thanks. all your goals. Yay! Thanks, guys. Thanks, Itza.
3: Bu yap badai. Bu tweet badai. Breetak Tweet up, tweet up, tweet up, twy, booyah, but tweet up, twy, let me get
1: back to you. Hi, it's us again. We really meant it when we said we need you to like, subscribe, and review the podcast on iTunes. We really meant it, in case you forgot. I mean, really, what are you doing right now? Whatever it is, stop it and go give us some stars on iTunes. Lots of stars. Tell us and the world what you think with a really big thumbs up review. Yeah. And of course, please subscribe if you aren't already. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. See you next week.